0: Just got back at
1: 3 a.m. last night from an uh, anniversary trip to San Francisco.
0: Oh that's right. How yeah, is the, old the.
1: your how is your heart?
0: And did you enjoy visiting it there?
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh no. Damn it. I gotta call the Airbnb. <laughs> I knew I left something. <laughs>
0: Cameron, do you hear? It's Grace Jones' Lost Album. This is a show called Think Outside the Box Set. It's the internet's only outrage machine, and we're covering Grace Jones.
1: I'm Cameron DeWitt. That's Nathan Hunt. Who? What do you mean her Lost Album?
0: Lost, not
1: last. No, uh, I mean, what do you, I heard you. Okay,
0: um... I mean that on Wikipedia it says uh, This album which is called Muse 1979 was released In the year of anti-disco backlash And both the Whoa. album and it's double A side single On Your Knees slash Don't with Mess With The Messer And Saved those are three song titles Were largely overlooked by the record Buying public at the time and is generally believed To be Grace Jones's quote lost album It remains Her of... lowest charting studio album in the USA And the only studio album not to Produce any charting single
1: Huh. just because it was released in the in the middle of anti-disco sentiment. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Huh. And wow, it um it wasn't released on CD until 2011. It was out of print. You know, from however however that's like it's was out of print yeah, for like damn. 30 years apparently. Huh. Um and was only ever in print on vinyl until 2011.
1: That's bananas. And I thought Super Massive Black Hole was on this one. Uh, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Maybe it's in a different version. Oh, I, uh, is that, hang on, is that, that song? a song of hers? Yeah, it's from Muse, yeah. Oh, oh, God, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see
0: the thing is god damn it <laughs> i don't know that band very up. well and supermassive black hole is absolutely a song that grace jones could uh theoretically
1: title sure yeah <laughs> yeah I, you fell hard for that i fell um, so hard for it head over heels oh nathan you set my soul alight <laughs> i didn't know that's what the lyric was um no i don't know anything about muse either uh
0: I know there was that one song that had kind of a kick-ass bass line that I really wanted to
1: to learn. Um, I think I think the band Muse is sort of like Prog Rock's like, dying breath.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Prog Rock's answer to Coldplay.
1: <laughs> I mean, kind of.
0: <laughs> Are they very proggy? I, well, I mean, I mean, this is a band that neither of us know very well. <laughs> Let's speculate they some synth- on They have
1: synthesizers and arpeggiators and stuff. Oh, okay. That's a bit proggy. So, yeah. Proggers. it's their prerogative ha
0: yes I am um, oh yeah <laughs> i I'm have nothing her- more yeah that's all i got um if my voice sounds a little bit weird and different it's because i'm recording remotely so sorry if my audio quality is bad um because i'm recording on my phone uh because this the equipment i brought with me does not work so
1: it's okay nathan we accept you Ah, shucks uh, Muse. This is the third. Are we up to three, three, yeah. yes. And and this is the last disco album. Last disco
0: album of this run. The next one, I think, is described as new wave.
1: I can't wait to hear new that. wave reggae. <laughs> Interesting. That's okay. exciting. That that'll be great. Yeah. I l- I really like disco and I like soul, but um, I like pop, but I never like disco. <laughs>
0: You know that Nothing song? But, no, what is that? That's uh, noted uh, local celebrity Art Alexakis uh, with his band Everclear. Oh, the Everclear. song "AM Radio,"
1: father of mine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like rock. I like pop.
0: No, it's he lists three. I like rock, but I never like disco. He mentions that several times in the song "AM
1: Radio." Wow, it's 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 wild how long that um, prejudice persisted and persists.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, I think the tide may be turning though. Yeah. I've, I've listened to at least two podcasts episodes that are devoted to explaining how, um, uh,
1: racist and, uh, homophobic the, uh, the disco backlash was. And, People like being contrarians in a way that they never have before.
0: That's a great <laughs> like, point. Or no, it's actually, mainstream it's to be contrarian. You're wrong <laughs> about that, Cameron. Me, I, I have a podcast you need to listen to about why you're wrong about that. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> it's, right into that. It truly is the golden age for the. Um, actually, one of my favorite uh, disco moments in pop culture, well, other than the genre being created of disco mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh meta moments about disco is in the show freaks and geeks when it's revealed mm-hmm. that um what's that actor's name seth rogan uh no jason uh, the drummer god not siegel yeah, jason jason siegel, siegel, siegel yeah yeah it's revealed that he is a a closeted like disco dancer uh, com- like he competes in disco dancing holy
0: shit yeah. That's awesome. And
1: it's, it's a great episode. I love <laughs> that show.
0: I think I've seen the first two or three episodes of that show like two or three times, but I never finished. And there's only like, what, six episodes? It's not a long show. No. I just never got around to finishing it.
1: Freaks and Greeks. Freaks and, <laughs> <feaks> and Greeks. <laughs> freaks and Greeks. Freaks and geeks is a good show. Martin Starr got a start in that. Uh, and he's yeah. fucking hilarious. Martin Starr's um, great. He's really good. Um, and, uh, a lot of, a lot of comic actors got their start in that. Yeah, and, Seth Rogen
0: uh, and James Franco, Jason Siegel. um, yeah. Linda, there's Cardellini. Although yeah. she, didn't she have more of a career before the show?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Don't yeah. Know. Lots of folks. Uh, it's a, it's a good show and there's a lot of interesting kind of cultural, examinations in that and at one point there's like in <laughs> it's there's sort of a very special episode in it hmm. um uh when seth seth rogan's character um starts dating an, an intersex person oh interesting in the show and like i don't think i've ever seen that addressed in anything else in media
0: <laughs> yeah I, I so, mean, I can't think of a single example.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, so Freaks and Geeks is what we're talking about uh, today. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great album by Grace Jones. Um, yeah, so this is the last me, disco one. Mm-hmm. Tell what? me huh? about this album. Uh, it followed the pattern of the previous couple disco records in that the first side of the record, back when records were a physical thing and you had to... Pay a lot of attention to sequencing and didn't have a lot of space to work with. The first side is kind of runs together as a medley. yeah um, in this album, at least Wikipedia um, claims that it uh, is a jo- it's a joined narrative about someone who has sinned. Um,
1: yeah so, the first side that's sinning, suffer, mm-hmm. repentance pr- and then parenth- parenthetically forgive me mm-hmm. and then saved.
0: Yes. So it's it's a we haven't had a theme like that disco for opera,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like a rock opera, but for discos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we haven't had a, a narrative before in her disco albums. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then the side B's don't particularly. They're odd uh, choices. There's a yeah. song called
0: Atlantic City Gambler. There's a song called Don't Fuck with the Juggler. Or sorry, Don't Mess with the Messer. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then a song called On Your Knees, which is always
1: a good title for a song. Wicked Grace is Never Jones.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, any, anything else? Um, I guess I could, I could see. We, we've been checking in on her personal life and sort of career a little bit from time to time. I don't think there's much to report on that end. Um, I think
1: we're going to have a lot more to say once she stops making disco yes I think that also
0: coincides with her becoming a bit more of a um, figure in pop culture and being more famous Um, although there's an interesting tidbit to this album Um, Jones had a small role in an Italian film in 1976 called Cult 38 Special Squad Hmm. and she appeared as a club singer Um, and that's when she sang the song I'll Find My Way to You, which is in the second half of this album, uh, track six. Uh, so she sang it in that movie, and then she re recorded it for um, this album hmm. a couple years later. Yeah. Uh, Icelandic keyboardist Thor Balderson re- arranged most of the album and also sang duet with Jones on the track Suffer.
1: Icelandic. Thor Balderson? That's yeah. the most. It's kind of scandy name i've ever heard
0: right <laughs> sven baldersgate over here
1: <laughs> um yeah let's see i'm ready to talk songs wherever yeah. you are I, I don't know what else to say about this album other than i don't know why i'm trying to come up with more things in.
0: yeah let's talk about sinning let's talk about sin baby God, these bass lines are so fucking good.
1: Yeah, the bassist is really good yeah. in this album. Let's or see. bassists.
0: Who's on bass? Uh, Jimmy Williams. Never More heard of Jimmy
1: him. Williams.
0: Aw, Jimmy Williams. Oh Jimmy. oh Jimmy. uh So this is a song where Grace Jones has the first writing credit. Um, oh, very good. It's the only writing credit she has on this album, according to Wikipedia. Um, and it has some interesting lyrics back in the night is the father of hell by command that I won't go. And then there's a question. There's a lot of question marks in these lyrics on the genius. Um, I think because they couldn't figure out
1: if, uh, they were hearing the words, right? Yeah. I actually wrote a fair amount of, I, I transcribed a bunch of lyrics for this album, but Ah. I couldn't, uh, because there were a bunch of holes Mm -hmm. in it. Uh, so hopefully that'll up my genius lyrics. Ooh, IQ. Oh, you're becoming quite but, the genius yourself. Yeah. Um, but I could not figure out what she was saying ah. <laughs> in this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of times in this album, even when I can understand the individual words that she's saying, I'm not sure what she's trying to say.
0: Well, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe a little bit of that. Yep. Back in the night is the father of hell. By command that I won't go, question mark. If you're a stranger, your life is in danger, so guard your lives. Plural. Maybe you're a kitty. Meow. I have a vocation of verse meditation. I know if it's to ditch. Optimum something. Yes, I'm a witch. Okay, fine. All right. Well, I mean, maybe she's just a big fan of Kiki's delivery service. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> which we just why would you about. bring?
1: Why would you bring? You know
0: up? what? It's 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 top of mind because we just talked about it on our weekly uh, bonus show called What's in the Box Weekly. We spent a long time actually talking about uh, Benedetta, the new Paul Verhoeven movie, and then Kiki's Delivery Service, which is a delight. Um, and if people want to hear them, they can go to support at their website, kick us a few bucks, and you'll get all of our bonus material. Secret podcast. Secret podcast. I think it's a good podcast. I mean, we we sometimes get a little rambly and long winded, but it also allows yeah. us to really stretch our, on this. Unlike on, on this, this show. It's so tight
1: <laughs> on this on this show. Like a drum. Like a drum. Uh, like a nice quick, ass. Quick. quick <laughs> you bounce a quarter off this pod. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Williams, spelled J-I-M-M-I-E, um, a famous Philadelphia bassist. He played on um, such, such hits as... Ain't no stopping us now by McFadden and Whitehead. You know the oh, song? I think so. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the moon. I wonder I don't if, remember what the baseline is, but I'm sure it slaps. I wonder if Theater it's either figuratively or literally.
0: <laughs> right. Uh I wonder if it's the same person cuz it's it's spelled uh J I M M Y on Wikipedia for Jimmy Williams. I guess it's a common name. <laughs> yeah, but also like I don't know. I th- I thought she was, like, recording all of her disco albums in Philly. Um, I wonder if we can find out. Yeah. Uh, Discogs, oh, I all music. I'm
1: finding a lot of stuff about... Oh, Some people are saying he's a South
0: Jersey native. Well, I mean, South Jersey is... I mean, I'm going to risk controversy. I might get canceled for this, but South Jersey is pretty close <laughs> to Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> Even man. if just ge- geographically speaking.
1: Oh, look at this guy. He's He's got swag. I, I like this guy. Oh. All right. Jimmy Williams. I'm seeing all different kinds of spelling.
0: Oh boy. Uh yeah, I can't I can't find out um where this album was recorded, but I think the last couple ones were recorded in Philly. Yeah. Right. Um yeah. Well, anyway. Uh this song. Uh, Speaking of k- having a very tight podcast that stays on topic.
1: My favorite part of the song is when She sings sinning every day, cussing all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I could even swear a cuss myself. Uh, I think that's pretty funny. Yes. Cussing all the way. This song has like constant key changes Mm. in a way that's, it makes it feel kind of unmoored Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Sometimes if you change keys enough, uh, from, from section to section, and it doesn't feel like there's a circle of fifths kind of pull pulling mm-hmm. back to one. Uh, it can be like I don't know, kind of uh, it, it, whatever resolution happens doesn't feel as impactful mm-hmm. to me. Um, and maybe that's not the point, but um, but it makes it, to me it makes it feel less dramatic because this is a so- this is a song about sinning. Sinning. No fantasy, you're trapped with me. Just don't get Ooh. tired and I won't bring you down. Rather be a bitch, just look at me. Being a witch is what I'd rather be. Um Uh I, I this is sort of this like embracing villainy in in a way that like kinda reminds me of, you know, like Lil Nas X. Like Wouldst um, thou go- like
0: to live deliciously? <laughs>
1: yes satan (laughs) yeah it's sort of a yes satan (laughs) (laughs) moment uh yeah uh but she doesn't It. i don't know i'm just kind of projecting onto that it's it kind of reminds me of icp or slayer lyrics that are like what if a person was evil what if there was like a, a
0: bad person who is like yeah. not even nice at all? Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Can you even imagine?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think this goes under the category and I don't think I've named this before, but songs that answer what, but not why.
0: Oh, that is an interesting tool to have in an analytical toolkit. I yeah. like that. Songs that answer what, but not why. You just oh, wrinkled my it, brain a little bit, Cam.
1: Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Let me iron that out. Ooh, I'm a little less smooth up in here. <laughs> Sinning every day, cussing all the way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say why she wants to be bad or villainous or embrace her uh, vill- villainous role. Um, there, there's a second person in the song, Mm -hmm. but it's unclear who it is. Is it a, an abstracted person? Is it a specific person? I don't know. It's unclear. Yeah. And I guess we're supposed to think about this song as part of a larger narrative. So, Oh yeah, I guess so.
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's like meant to be like cheating in some way or like what, um, yeah there's not a lot to work with not a lot to work with uh there's just some odd lines too like no fantasy you're trapped with me just don't get tired and i won't
1: bring you down bruce yeah don't get tired it was like energy (laughs) part of this yeah i don't know
0: i don't know it's yeah i think we should move on to the next song it's called suffer (laughs) i forgot about that yeah take that that's uh sven jürgens Borgensnernson son um the icelandic keyboard guy <laughs> <That's> offensive
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> Thor balderson uh, um i think that vocal performance is kind of great i think so too yeah you, you mean I the
0: the scandinavian yeah yeah i yeah uh, the, it's um the
1: masculine voice who is doling out the suffering um i took a sample of the the kinkiest part of this Ooh. if you if you want to play well i can't wait
0: and i won't wait take that oh and that <laughs> <laughs>
1: a very wet whip sound take that. Laser Demoning.
0: Whip. i Ha-ha! I mean, if you're into wet laser whips, you're into wet laser whips, and I'm not here to wet laser whip shame.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this is a... I mean... What do what do we say about this? <laughs> Great um, question. Um it, it's sort of about like impact versus intention a little bit cuz she's She's trying to make her case that she didn't mean to do any harm, even though in the last song, if we're supposed to read these as a set, she's like very clearly stepping into her role as villain. Yes. But in this one, it's, I didn't know I was hurting anyone. What do you think, mean I was, I was hurting people? What? That's crazy. <laughs> I guess I'll never say anything again. You just
0: can't say anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> you just can't even compliment anyone. Um uh uh yeah i mean the interesting thing about the song is they're explicitly playing two different characters it's like yeah you know a a musical theater piece almost um and so the the male well the the character played by thor balderson says you did your dirt you did your wrong so suffer you had your fun and now it's done so suffer take that and that
1: that. and that (laughs) and that and two of
0: these um on guard on guard Um, and then grace jones's character yeah like you said is saying i didn't know i was hurting anyone i was only having fun it is bad to put me through all this all this pain you're driving me insane yeah yeah it's about punitive justice Mm Hmm. but maybe the next couple songs could get into restorative justice perhaps i guess we'll see yeah
1: let's jump into it i'm done talking about this song it's It's, funny it's (laughs) and it's way too long
0: (laughs) Yeah, how long is this one again?
1: I don't know. They're they're all they're all over four minutes, and a lot yeah. of them are like six or seven. Yeah, this one's four fifteen. He, he, here's something I'll, I'll say. I think we're not listening to this in the way that we should. Like I, I'm listen. You know, I listen to all these albums, uh, like usually like in the morning or afternoon, like over coffee and like sitting on a couch. How dare you? And these albums are not that is not the right activity or the right kind of no. substance to be listening to this music. You got to rip a couple lines and, I and should... strip down to your, your
0: skivvies and just like fucking dance your little took off on, yeah. a, on a, a dance floor with a bright spinning ball above you.
1: Yeah. The, I think this stuff is intended. You, I think you're supposed to have at least some controlled substances, if not some, some booze mm-hmm. and uh, moving your body around. So
0: yeah, it's, it's a little bit I think we ran into this issue a little bit with T-Pain also where he pretty clearly had songs that were intended to be like played at the club um and played to be danced to in that environment that didn't necessarily like translate all that well to sitting on a couch in the afternoon uh tapping your toes quietly to yourself with a pair of headphones on
1: yeah, I feel like disco. What What I'm learning is that at least some disco is kind of at that intersection in music between art and craft. Um, oh my god, like,
0: you are on fucking fire
1: today, Cameron. <laughs> I think about this a lot of time playing old time music because there's some similar. Uh, You're drawing
0: so many great distinctions that can be so oh, analytically useful.
1: Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's dive into that a little bit, please. Um, so. Here's here's an example. If we're uh, if we're if we're dealing with ceramics, um, you could make one could make a sculpture. I can't make a sculpture. I don't know if you can, but one could make a sculpture theoretically. One could, and the it, it wouldn't have a purpose other than to be considered and seen and enjoyed for, um, yeah, subjective uh, aesthetic reasons um, or. One could make, or and, one could make a mug or a plate or something. And you can enjoy it for all of those, for a lot of the same aesthetic reasons. You can mm-hmm. make something beautiful and you can give it things that are subjectively valuable, but it's still serving an, an objective purpose. And I would say that a sculpture, simply put, a sculpture is art and a mug is craft uh but I think they're really interesting i think some of the most interesting creativity um is is engaged in both of those uh in both of those uh kind of spheres
0: right yeah
1: and yeah so what this what- I'm saying about disco is that um this is dance music it's serving maybe it's not it is serving a function it's serving a social function of getting people together to socialize Mm -hmm. Um, and arguably any art could also be serving that function right Um, but it's it's more concrete it's you're supposed to dance to it you're supposed to move your body it's exercise it's related to health it's related to sexuality, mm-hmm. um, and mating, uh, it's related to social bond bonding. Um, there are more objectively heavier quotes, useful things about, uh, dance music than, um, art music. I mean, literally the, <laughs> like in, uh, uh, you know, Western music in Europe, they had this distinction, and they would call some music, and you know, this is an art song, um, as opposed to this is entertainment, right? right. Or like, or as opposed to this is uh, for a dance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my argument for why disco is creeping into craft as opposed to just being a purely artistic expression which is why we're, I think running into some kind of issues in evaluating this, because like I said, I'm drinking coffee and sitting on a couch. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Mm Uh, sometimes nursing a hangover as opposed to creating one. (laughs) So
0: conceiving a hangover, (laughs) (laughs) conceiving a hangover as opposed to (laughs) nursing it. Um, yeah, that's a great point to make. I think Cameron, um, In that vein, I think this is a very well-crafted song, and I enjoyed it a lot on that level. Um, The Repentance? uh, No, uh, Suffer.
1: Oh, Suffer, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we're having a difficult time engaging with the artistry of the song because there's not a ton of substance to it.
1: Um, Right. Uh, There there are minutes at a time of... material that maybe there's some kind of interest i mean i took very little sound samples you know it's mm-hmm. more about serving a, a groove and a and physicality in the listener than making than the instruments making their own artistic statements right so yeah arguably,
0: arguably. okay so let's move on to repentance now
1: interesting tuning there you said interesting tuning there oh yeah her intonation is uh she's kind of sliding between notes Mm. or singing i wouldn't say non-notes but they're you are you familiar with the meme format of like, oh, so you're a blank fan? Name every blank. Yes. Um yes. Mm-hmm. and my favorite one that I've seen recently is, oh, you're a musician? <laughs> Name every note. Uh, <laughs> she's she's singing notes that would not be in that list, arguably. Uh now is that what you would call microtonal? Oh, well, there's there's like capital M microtonal and oh then there's like, then there's technically things that are microtonal.
0: Uh, can you unpack that a little bit for me and our yeah. listeners?
1: I'll, I'll, try. Um, so, <laughs> um, there are scales mm-hmm. on fish um,
0: in, and snakes.
1: We're <laughs> <for> doing great. <laughs> Boy is this sure getting unpacked <laughs>
0: Off to a great start It's almost too unpacked We should pack it up a little bit Pack it in
1: uh, Pack it up, pack it in Let me begin um, Microtonal uh, Microtonality So Ooh how How's a concise What's a concise way of talking about this There are scales In the world uh, In different musical traditions Where You sing notes That are Uh, in between um, the notes on the piano. Yes. And arguably everyone's doing this all the time. Um, Or you sing or play notes that are in between uh, on purpose uh, for different reasons. Uh, And the purpose that microtonality serves is different in every kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the question is is grace Jones singing a microtone as part of a scale, as part of a tradition with Mm -hmm. a specific function, or is she, uh, talk singing? I'm using air quotes there. Um, and I guess technically talk singing is microtonal because you're not, you're, you know, when you talk, Cameron, I'm so sorry to interrupt.
0: Uh, the doorbell just rang. I got it. It might be Rachel coming back. So sorry.
1: Okay, I'll cut this out. Cool. Yep. All right, should we cut back in? Yeah. Um,
0: I forgot what you were talking about, so I'm sorry. I, keep, I don't think I can prompt you. Ooh, you were you was were was on I, a roll though. You were on
1: something good. Was um, I talking about art and craft? microtonality. Microtonality. Okay, here it comes. Yeah. So, if she's just talk singing, which I think she is, mm-hmm. uh, technically she would be uh, s- speaking or singing on pitches that are in between the piano notes, um, uh, uh, or in between justly intoned notes of a scale. Uh, but it's not specific spots in between, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think that would be the the main difference. Like gotcha. h- here's, a, here's an example. Um, in the tune, I, I don't have my instruments here. Um, but, uh, in the tune uh, it's Marcus Martin's tune fiddle tune uh J- J- Jenny run away in the mud in the night mm-hmm. um uh it goes Jenny run away in the mud in the night it's like that note it's like in between a G and a G sharp mm-hmm. on the fiddle and it's a microtone it's a, sort of a G slurp um, <laughs> instead of a G sharp or a G natural mm-hmm. It's in between, but it's the same note every time it's on purpose mm-hmm. uh whereas uh maybe a different fiddler would play like a little glissando um in, in in a tune or in a solo uh and it's like that's not you're 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 grabbing notes that are that are in between the official <laughs> named notes mm-hmm. uh but you're not grabbing specific ones gotcha. so that that's that's the difference between uh, microtonality that's, you know, capital M microtonal Mm -hmm. and lowercase M, you know? So it has to do with like
0: consistency and like intentionally hitting specific pitches, even if they don't correspond to the named notes that we would find in Western music. And it also sounds like the word microtonal itself is kind of a like predicated on a Western understanding of music. Um,
1: yeah it Be- depends on who's who's in charge yeah i guess you could say yeah because yeah. yeah. like
0: to I to, mean, to s- some cultures they're not microtones they're just like these are the notes right
1: yeah or they have different ideas about you know, like for instance in gamelan music uh in indonesian uh folk and i guess classical music mm-hmm. uh they they will often make their bell instruments um t- in in completely uniquely tuned uh scales um that are uh by our standards all microtones Mm -hmm. and and are completely inconsistent from each other um or i mean maybe they have (laughs) i don't think it's totally random uh but it's it's all about they like the interference beats um when mm-hmm. two notes are close together uh but not perfectly in tune uh to the in- to the western interval mm-hmm. and you know their their answer to that is like that physical phenomenon of the interference beats is uh not this is impure mm-hmm. their answer to that is oh this is like spicy oh hell yeah <laughs> <be> like this <laughs> you know this rules um Fuck but yes, give me more of this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's literally like kind of like the same thing. And if you're not used to it, you, it can be kind of nauseating to listen to it mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but just like, you know, um, a lot of experiences with capsaicin, it's like you're not actually being most of the time you're not actually being injured, your body (laughs) is just telling you to panic (laughs) or that something wrong is happening that dangerous pleasant
0: gamelan music that is sometimes will injure you (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) anyway uh, after after all that talking maybe we should play that sound sample again so i can point out where that talk singing is gotcha yes right there yeah yeah she's finding her way to official notes but she's taking her time to get there right it's real bendy yeah
0: (laughs) it sounds a bit more on purpose in this example than like some of her earlier examples
1: yes i think it is yeah um
0: yeah yeah, so I, I guess to wrap it all up, do you think that she is intentionally okay? Setting aside like the points where she slides up and down to the notes. Uh, yeah, the, the I think it's a very notes. slow
1: slide. Is yeah. how I would describe it, which is to say, I think it's in the realm of talk singing. Gotcha. Lowercase m microtonal because she's talk singing. She's gesturing at the uh, named pitches the official pitches um, but she's grabbing other pitches on the way for um, effect
0: yeah that's my favorite I think second favorite system of a down album talk singing city (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) not exactly deep cut is it
0: (laughs) well you know I mean they don't have to be deep cuts
1: you know what just the first one you need to wake up and I don't normally say this Uh (laughs) to people but put on a little makeup oh my god
0: okay is it also, I have to hide a unrelated
1: question uh-huh <laughs> why did you leave the keys on the table i think i did it because
0: you wanted to
1: oh fuck you're right <laughs> uh
0: well let's not argue about who
1: trusts in who self-righteous suicide
0: <laughs> and whether angels do or do not deserve to die and whether that makes us do or do not cry um you know it's just it's just what it is uh i think that's what, from a different an era of
1: music that hasn't particularly oh aged well oh, i don't hot i take I, I don't, here i mean i don't i don't mean in a like i think it's like cancelable but in a just like i don't does anybody still care about system of a down
0: um that's i mean that's a good question i think some of their songs still kind of slap like i think i i want to do chop suey at karaoke at some point i think that would fucking rule sure um yeah let's see let's see uh oh they broke up for a while but then they reunited um system of a down uh that is to say uh yeah i don't know Well, well We should finish talking about this album. I guess so. There's just so much System of a Down to talk about. (laughs) I guess. I guess we could do them at some point. Uh, (laughs) um, That could be interesting. I don't know if they've been overlooked or misunderstood.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I think so. I think... I have a feeling that some of our listeners would really appreciate that, but no new listeners would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you listeners. <laughs> You're <Yes>. great.
0: <laughs> I actually ha- had a thought that we should, t- our our listeners have given us some very good suggestions that yes. we don't feel necessarily very capable of doing an entire season on. For instance, corn. Yeah. And I think it, it could be really fun to do like a, um, a uh, Jackson Pollock style scattershot season where we just like take one or two albums of a bunch of artists and just like go yeah. through them, just blitz them. Like, yeah, I don't we'll, want to listen to all of corn. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think we would so quickly run out of things to say, yeah. and uh, be very boring about it. Um, but I think it could be very fun to do like one album of corn.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the Oops! Office Cleanser season. I feel similarly about like uh, Dave Matthews Band or like Bob Dylan. Um, There are people that it would be great to talk about in this show if it weren't for the format of listening to whole discographies.
0: And the fact that they have like 8,000 albums
1: (laughs) in Bob Dylan's case. (laughs) All right. Should we talk about Saved?
0: Yeah, let's talk about Saved. Shaved. Oh, the lyrics in the genius are so wrong i was just like following along with the ones for that um right, but yes
1: yeah these can't be right i feel every lack of whole bitterness yeah i put my heart you took my leg what is that somebody's having a little bit of fun i think maybe <laughs> yeah. someone's drunk genius lyrics anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah i believe so yep um, oh, There's so many lyrics in this yeah but they're all wrong <laughs> <laughs> all right what's well, a song about redemption i guess yeah i've
0: been on my knees my
1: single life hmm. can we yeah, can we actually read these lyrics and talk about what this song is about i don't know if we're, we'll be able to because these yeah, are so these egregious, are just so, these these so these much more wronger
0: than even wrong <laughs> uh, won't walk alone. won't take the drink i found a battle wherever i've been Yeah. Uh, Can't you see I'm just a simple girl?
1: Uh, Okay, so here's something we could talk about. The transitions, it's a medley, Mm -hmm. this A A side, and uh, the transitions are a lot less elegant and i feel feel like the most egregious transition this just should have been a different song i think Mm. um but the most egregious transition to keep the dancing going and to keep the pulse going is uh between tracks three and four this is track four and uh there's a genre change i mean arguably this is still disco but there's like also gospel elements Mm -hmm. there's a genre change uh many key changes like take Mm -hmm. it up key changes uh and a tempo change and i captured all of that uh, in this sound sample so we can hear this very sweaty transition yeah 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 the genre and Uh first key change. Oh, oh, (laughs) taking it up. Oh, wow. And there's the tempo change. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Man. I mean, again, it might be fun on a dance floor. Yeah. But to me, listening listening to it, it feels uh kind of irritating.
0: <laughs> yes. It's a bit much perhaps. Yeah. Um oh, one thing we should also listen to. You took a sound sample for song 3, the previous song we were just listening to, Repentance. Uh mm. and it's a slap and bass moment. Yeah, some bass smacking. Let's slap that bass. Yeah. I think that's slapping bass. It's, it's interesting because they rolled off the treble and oftentimes when people slap the bass, they crank up the, the treble and the upper mids to get kind of a, a sharper sound. Um, and there's like a little bit of a dullness in the high end, but I, I I like how it sounds on this. uh,
1: it sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Uh, we gotta, we gotta wrap this this up pretty soon. Uh, can, can we just do quick, quick, quick comments? Yeah. Do Do you have any quick comments about Atlantic City Gambler? It's fucking weird. You know I'm still the
0: boss. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm. Still- It's just one of those like weird songs where it's like, I'm a character and this character does things. And I've got this story and I've got this philosophy and gambling is my name.
1: Yeah. But then <clears throat> it, it's all a controlling metaphor for uh romance.
0: Mm-hmm. When it comes to love, wear a different glove.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know what that means. I've heard no glove, no love, but yeah, no
1: different glove. No love. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, so yeah. Maybe they I, mean I, this like a nice
0: pair of like opera gloves or Yeah,
1: maybe. Um, maybe that's what you're supposed or to or put on your weenie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Atlantic City Gambler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not the best song. Yeah. I think her I think her performance in it is funny. Yes. <laughs> you no, know I'm still the boss. <laughs> I mean she's I'm committing track, to it. You know I'm gonna hack. <laughs> I it's mean, all these, like, yeah. uh they're not even couplets. They're like internal rhymes on the same line. Yes. So I think I don't have much to say about I'll Find My Way to You other than there's one good lyric in it, which is Because You Tick Like a Clock in My Soul. I think oh. that's a good lyric.
0: Hmm. I'm and not, the rest I'm not, not usually into like- bugs or um, <laughs> parasites in that way, but, you know, I'm not here to, to tick shame. <laughs>
1: The rest of it is like, ain't no mountain high enough, except for it's about going to space and it's vaguely threatening. Like I won't let you get away from me. Even if you, <laughs> <laughs> it says try flying, try hiding on the moon. I'll find you there. <laughs> ah, it's, it's a like a children's book, but it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't mess
0: with the Messer. We should take a listen. The listen yeah, sounds about, the about
1: famous, um, uh, uh, Canadian fiddler, Don Messer, I'm assuming huh i was trying to
0: think of um isn't there someone named messier uh oh, olivier messier
1: messian uh, no no that's a different person um that's the uh the quartet for the end of the world or whatever yeah
0: oh maybe i'm thinking of like deborah messing or something
1: i don't know Or cartier. <laughs> you just thinking about will and grace i'm thinking of that like uh Henri
0: cartier guy um yeah anyway uh don't mess with the messer this is okay the lyrics are also very wrong on the genius here um but this is an odd song because it's titled don't mess with the messer but that is a throwaway line in a song that has a huge metaphor just extended metaphor about how she's a bee (laughs) johnny now this you're the honey
1: doll bee play
0: yeah it... <laughs> adp uh johnny now you're the honey trapped in my tree you should have known better should have known better messing with love's queen bee don't mess with the messer uh there is well hello you're johnny's friend aren't you he sent me to see you he was a good worker for this queen bee Whoa. okay what <laughs> um yeah and then i ate him and then, apparently, the last line of the song is, do you know what I mean? And I have to say, Grace, I
1: don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> oh, no, not quite. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So you think I'm a girl you'd like to meet because I look good enough to eat. Are people out here eating bees. <laughs> I think some people are not out here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's considered a delicacy. Yeah, it's probably fine. I don't know. Maybe a de-stingum or something.
1: That's All like right. the, uh, what you hold them by. The what now? What? Like a, like a kebab. Let's uh, move on. Okay. I'm guess. tired. <laughs> it's been, a, I had a late
0: night last night. Let's both get on your knees. Oh.
1: <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: This is a fun song.
1: Yeah, it's kind of more straightforward. It's about being romantically abandoned and then wanting someone to uh, prostrate themselves. Or
0: prostate themselves. <laughs> I yeah. mean, depending on what they're into and what yeah. anatomy they have. Get down on your knees and face away from me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Time to beg, time to crawl, time to plead. Yeah, uh, that all tracks. Um, time has humbled you to pay up to the things that I've missed. I don't know if that's necessarily right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's um it walks a fine line between being empowering and being abusive. <laughs> or at least it tries to walk that line. Yeah. Uh, you know, Didn't you say you love me once upon a time? Didn't you whisper in my ear, you're mine, mine, mine. Didn't you turn your back on me and hurt me to the core? Head held high as it could be you walked right out the door saying I don't want you, I don't need you, I don't love you anymore. You broke my heart with so much ease and now you dare to say you want me back again. Well, if you please time to get down on your knees time to beg time to crawl time to plead um yeah, yeah. so i mean obviously you can interpret that in at least two very distinct ways um
1: that, Take I that.
0: yeah um is it like i mean particularly being sung by a woman i think that makes me lean towards empowerment um mm, and like mm-hmm. sticking up for herself and being like yeah you treated me like shit and now I, I want, well, I want you to prove to me how that you're actually sorry as an indicator that you probably won't do it again. Or something like that. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's Yeah, I lot. mean,
1: asking for humility from men, I think, is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Especially for women to do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. person did cheat. Cheating right behind my back with all the times you lied. Yeah. Um. A- asking for some, so an, an emotional performance. And I don't mean that in a like derogatory way. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a just like, you know, show me that you <laughs> have empathy for the situation I've been in. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's all to a fun, upbeat disco song. Yeah.
0: I mean, this would be, this would play like gangbusters at a disco club, I would imagine. Because um, I, I can just imagine like people. Dancing around all sassy. Like it's it's um it's not that dissimilar from uh I will survive. You know? It's a bit more vindictive. Dancing on their knees. Yeah, dancing around on their knees. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Last song of the night, I hope. Crawling, begging, pleading, <laughs> humbling themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this I think did did Wikipedia say that oh yeah, this it was gonna be a double A side single of this song plus Don't Mess with the Messer. Mm. And they were ignored, basically, because of the anti-disco backlash.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Well, as much as I like disco, none of the disco that I've heard on this album is really... Uh, I haven't been in love with any of them. It. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not not incredible. I think it's fine. Uh, but I've heard... Well, here's something. I've heard disco that is... Uh, outside of its craft um, that, that I've ap- uh, appreciated the artistry of it more um, mm-hmm. in such a way that I could uh, there's more for me to cling on to uh, m- more delights even for me drinking coffee and sitting even on the for couch you. even for the likes of you wow yeah. but um, I'm really excited for New Wave New Wave right yeah. there I mean Grace Jones is Jamaican can't yeah. wait to hear her take on new new wave and reggae music. Mm-hmm. Me re- I'm too. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah. Also, I it's it. I mean, I don't. There's there's a lot of like diversity of what new wave means. I think it's not quite as like distinct of a genre as something like disco. And I'm interested to see what she's going to do with that, particularly when being combined with uh, reggae. Yeah. Yeah cool all right well until that time which is called warm leatherette from 1980 is the album and that will oh, be next good. week that we cover that um until we're, that we're, time
1: we're leaving the single syllable uh titles yes we are portfolio was th- single word titles, word titles that's for yeah
0: portfolio fame muse and now we got warm leatherette that's a Ooh. very evocative um title yeah i think <laughs> um yeah so thanks for listening y'all um you can visit us online at boxset.website tweet us at Topias podcast uh join the discord the link will be in the show notes um uh i don't have fuck i don't have my notes in front of me usually i'm able to to freestyle a bit better with uh my little patter (laughs) my spiel yeah my gift of gab um well we're doing it live yeah you can support us in a couple different ways actually the most important and most appreciated of is our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Our our pal Briggs uh, recently increased their pledge again, and oh, yes. that's amazing. And so great. I think we need to to revisit what the like rewards are for the different tiers because we. I just like kind of made up a bunch of dumb shit and they're not necessarily all that good. So we should do something a little bit more special.
1: Yeah. For and uh, if, if, and when we do that, maybe we'll retroactively <laughs> reward <laughs> our pal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you're interested in some retroactive re- rewards, some R and R go to support that at website, you'll also get access to, our, all of our bonus material, including our weekly bonus show called What's in the Box Weekly, which we mentioned earlier, and which is a good hang. Uh, the other thing you should do while I'm telling you what to do and what to listen to is listen to Cameron's other podcast called Get Up in the
1: Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got the Portland Old Time Music Gathering coming up. Ooh. Uh, so that means that uh, we're going to have some good guests coming. Uh, yeah. Hell so, yeah. Stay tuned for, you know, I guess late January. Yeah. Oh, oh and also, um, there'll be a, a Kickstarter for, uh, tall poppy string bands, uh, album for, you know, distribution and promotion and, uh, and printing and all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, there'll be some more music and videos released, uh, soon so make sure you're following tall poppy string band on all the places
0: yeah hey hey listener hey listener sorry sorry to interrupt uh i just needed to just a little peek in here and interrupt and say that uh tall poppy string band is the is cameron's band uh cameron's in that band uh and is intimately involved <laughs> with it uh, Yeah. which i don't think they mentioned so no it's not just a non sequitur that you should hang out and support this band. It's also Cameron's band. It is great. I've, I've heard some advanced tracks. It's going to be great. So look no, forward maybe. to
1: that. Okay. <laughs> Brag about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got connections. Ooh. All right. <laughs> we need to close this up until Indeed. next week. I've been Nathan Hunt and
1: yeah, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Cameron do it. And I can bounce a quarter off this pod <laughs> and I will. ha.
0: Right yeah, yeah. Recording. Yeah, it's like that commercial. <laughs> okay, I can hear
1: Recording. you. Recording.
0: <laughs> exactly, precisely, one might say.